I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just having a look at the Dragons and how they're shaping up heading into season 2022. And I think this is one of the most interesting sides heading into next season. Obviously this year did so well to stay in the top eight for so long. I thought they overachieved beyond belief. Barbecue gate hit, it all went to shit. Uh, Hook, unfortunately, he'd done so well with this side, it all started to fall apart. Uh, That coincided with a couple of Ben Hunt injuries as well, which really hurt them. He's obviously their main man. Uh, I also thought that when Ben Hunt wasn't their main man, it was Matt Dufty that was winning them games of football. Uh, He came off a of a game with three, four, potentially even five tries. He was unbelievable, and then he was told he wasn't wanted. Um, understandable. I mean, he's now the, the they've now had two or three coaches that haven't been overly keen on Dufty. As much as I hear great things about him from other players, there's obviously something in that. Anyway, he's gone now. It does open up a spot for a heap of youngsters, and this is the beauty of the Dragons. I've got all this young talent, and you know, Sloan, Amone. Um, they've got Bud Sullivan as well. So a heap of young guys with a heap of ability. But then they've sort of gone with a bit of a money ball routine here, trying to fill the rest of their squad with, I, I don't know if you would call them underachievers, journeymen, uh, a couple of these words sort of come to mind. No real out-and-out superstars that they've signed. I mean, Jaden Sewer, granted, he's an origin player. Uh, Jaden Sewer spent... You know, quite a bit of time in reserve grade this year, though. Yes, he finished the end of the season in the South Sydney side, but spent a bit of time in reserve grade. George Burgess, another out-and-out star, to be fair. Obviously, he played a huge role in that 2014 grand final. He's been in England for two or three years. When he left, he wasn't playing his best footy. Apparently, he's been going well over there. But, I mean, 2014... You know, seven, eight years, that's a long time for a front rower who was at the peak of their powers then. Uh, It's going to be a huge test for George Burgess. Um, Moses Mbai, he's a guy that's played Origin, but I mean, good God. Like, he was at the West Tigers last year who was screaming out for experienced head and leaders, and he still wasn't really moving the needle there. They still didn't really work out 
what position he was meant to play. So I don't know how much I read into the Mozambique signing. I don't think they're worse off with him, but I'm not sure if it's a huge needle mover realistically. Um, Aaron Woods, they signed the other day. Look, I, I, I don't know. What, what, what do you read into this? I think Woodsy, when he was at the Tigers, his premier front row in our game, he was unreal. I think he's really eased off since. I think that he sort of cops a little bit more criticism than what he probably should. I think that he is very good at uh, backing into defense and staying on his on his front and, you know, um, sorry, not staying on his front, staying um, upright in a tackle. He's hard to get to the ground, but I wouldn't say he really takes advantage of that with a super quick play the ball either. So it's a bit of a, I don't know, it's a bit of a non-event for me, Woodsy. He's not a, really a guy that strikes fear into me as like a, you know, as not your main front rower. I think it could be successful, but I, I don't know. There's just a lot to go into this. They really need one of either Aaron Woods or George Burgess to absolutely brain it next season, in my opinion, when they were playing well a couple of years ago. Paul Vaughan, he was the main front rower there. He's really eased off. Blake Laurie's still there. Josh Kerr, these sort of guys, they could step up, play a bigger role moving forward. I like the Molo signing. I think they would have got him at a really good price. Oh, I think he's got a lot of ability. Excited to see him. Um, Jack Goz playing in the second row, left the Manly Seagulls, couldn't make it into that side. I've never been overly impressed with this guy. Um, scored a few tries here and there. He can run a good line, but I'm just not convinced... He's going to be an 80-minute back row, which I don't think they're going to use him as an 80-minute back row anyway. I think he'll be a depth guy for the money they would have got him for. Probably going to turn out to be good value. But once again, they just don't have that guy that's going to move the needle. Considering they lost Matt Dufty, who was their main guy last year, who produced all their points, I'm not sure if they filled that gap. Moses Sully, really exciting, signing all the ability in the world. Uh, You've got to question his work ethic and whatnot that we've seen over the last few years. Obviously, that manly side was pretty good, but I mean... The centers were doing their job, but, I mean, they're not representative centers. Moses Sully couldn't force them out. When he did, he looked really good. But I worry about the week-to-week grind of Moses Sully. That's always been the biggest challenge for Moses. He can come in and, you know, brain footy teams here and there when he's fresh and everything. It's the week-to-week grind of first-grade football that I'm going to question with Moses Sully. And I think he's more of a center than a winger. And when I look at their side with Jack Bird and Lomax, I don't think I can't pick those two at center unless you're moving Jack Bird into the forwards, which... They've sort of shown us that maybe they're not going to do. So, really interesting lineup. I have got like a 1-17 to here that I've got for the Dragons. I'll go through that in a second. But recruitment-wise, I, I don't know what you give it. Do you give it a B? I mean, they've recruited a lot of guys. No one's really setting the world alight in this recruitment group that they've got. None of them are bad players. None of them are great players. It's very, I don't know. Like You can tell, obviously, they haven't gone out and broken the bank and paid overs to get guys by the looks of it. I think they're just trying to get value out of the guys they have got. This can work. We've seen in sport this work before, no doubt about it. I think Hook, he's got a big job in front of him, though. I mean, in saying that, he had him finishing seventh, potentially even sixth or fifth last year if it wasn't for Barbecue Gate and all that shit exploding. But does that maybe show a little bit more of what's actually going on at the Dragons, the respect they have for the club, for Hook as well? I mean, a lot to think about. Uh, They obviously get Andrew McCulloch back. He was injured for the back end of the season. That'll be massive for them. Uh, so there is there is upside to this side. I'm not sure how they're going to go. I mean, we're hearing that Tariq Sims has been told he won't be needed um, after next year, so he could potentially leave before, which just seems batshit crazy to me to possibly consider letting Tariq Sims go from this side. I think he probably is the best player in this football team, to be perfectly honest with you. So I would definitely be holding on to him. Um, they get Jack DeBellon back for an entire preseason. That will definitely help their cause. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what, what impact does this whole Tariq Sims have on the squad moving forward. He's obviously a popular guy down there. He's a local junior down there. He's a guy that, for me, when I think the Dragons, I think Tariq Sims. So for them not to want him 
you know, heading into the future worries me a little bit. I mean, he came out and he was, what, a top three, four, five player in the State of Origin series last year when a lot of people, including myself, wondered, gee, should he even be picked in this side? So, I, I yeah, I find it very strange they're not dying to hold on to Rick Sims. And if he hits the open market, I guarantee you, there will be 15 other NRL clubs that will be making that phone call. And there'll be a couple of teams at the very top, like the Penrith Panthers, like the Sydney Roosters, that I believe will definitely be considering making that phone call because he's a true leader, Tariq Sims. Now, let's go through this team list that I've got here. So for me, at fullback, I would start young Sloan. I think it's time. I think they need to give a couple of these young guys an opportunity here. They seem keen. They've played together. I think they're ready for it. So Tyrell Sloan, I'd pick him at fullback. One wing, I'd have Ravalara on one side. Defensively, he does always worry me. I think you can get points through him. But with the ball in hand, there's just too much upside there. I think Ravalara will be on one wing. On the other wing here, I've got Fiegai or Suli. I'm not sure which way they'll go here. It also depends how they want to use Jack Bird. If they're using Jack Bird not in the centers, uh, then you definitely could play Sully there. But it becomes hard to fit Moses Sully in. Now, unless they play Lomax on the wing, he's probably the guy that's most suited to playing on the wing when it comes to Bird or Sully or himself. But I really want Lomax in the centers, to be honest with you. That's why I want him getting earlier ball. Um, so an interesting one to think about there. I've got Fiegai slash Sully. I thought Fiegai was sensational at the back end of last year. Sully, though, obviously... Probably the, the signing I'm most excited about, to be honest with you. Huge upside there. So interesting to see how it plays out. As I said, in the centers, I've gone for Jack Bird. I've gone for Zach Lomax. I think Lomax has to be there. Bird, I would like to see him play somewhere else, but Jack DeBellin is too good at 13 to move him out of there, so you'd have to move Jack into the second row, and I thought at center he was really good. I think that's... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Got a showed last year that moving Jack Bird into the second row probably isn't on their radar like I thought it was going to be. So at the moment, Sloan at fullback, Fiego or Sully on one wing, Ravala on the other side, centers Bird and Lomax. In the halves, halfback and the skipper Benny Hunt picks himself there. Uh, then at six, I would go with Young Amone. Uh, getting the opportunity to play with Ben Hunt, that's going to be sensational for him. He can just play second banana outside Ben Hunt, play some eyes up footy and um, just play his natural game essentially, which is what you want from these young guys. Is he going to make mistakes for sure? Is he going to come up with hothead plays at times without a doubt but that's all part of the of the development you're lucky enough to have him next to a guy like Ben Hunt who he can learn from they got a solid forward pack that I don't think will get completely bullied it'll put him on a reasonably good platform he's also got no matter which side he's playing on he's got either Jack Bird or, or Zach Lomax so he's got a genuine strike center on both sides to be able to work with so Amoni and Hunt they would be my halves up front I'd go with the two new boys I would go with George Burgess and Aaron Woods to start in the front row uh, these are experienced forwards in this side. There's a couple of other guys floating around, but if you brought these guys to the club, the two experienced guys, I want them to start up front. I've got a couple of other guys on the bench that'll bring some real punch uh, in about the 25th, 30th minute as well. Hooker, Andrew McCulloch picks himself there. Uh, probably the vice-captain of this side. Uh, after Ben Hunt, Tariq Sims, this guy, probably the third best player in this football side. So Andrew McCulloch returning from injury.
injury, a heap of experience. I'm not expecting him to play 80 minutes anymore. I think he will sub with my 14. I'll talk about him in a minute. In the second row, Tariq Sims picked himself there. And then I think I go with Jaden Sewer. Um, I considered Jack Goz here, but I think I have to go with Sewer. Obviously an origin representative. Just came back from playing in a grand final. A heap of experience there. Um, and he's got a bit of aggression. Having him and Tariq Sims on either side, I really don't mind that combination. At 13, Jack DeBellin. Um, Football-wise, supremely talented. A very good link man through the middle for this sooty side. They're a different side when he is on the field. I'm expecting Jack DeBellin to have a big year on the field. Now to the bench, and this is where it gets really interesting. You will notice I haven't mentioned Moses and Bai yet. I haven't mentioned Bud Sullivan. Jersey 14, I've got these two names written down. I've got no idea how to split them. Personally, I would rather have Bud Sullivan in the team. I need him there somewhere. I haven't managed to fit him in anywhere else. So I think 14 has to be the one. But if you're going to bring Moses and Bai to the club... Jeez, it's hard to leave Moses and Bai out, isn't it? Obviously, an experienced head. He can play a range of positions. He can probably cover more positions better than what Bud Sullivan can, but Bud Sullivan is the better impact player to come off the bench. If I'm bringing Andrew McCulloch off in about the 60th minute, which I'm assuming will happen, I've got two options to bring in Bai on or Bud Sullivan. If I'm playing the Dragons, the last thing in the world I want is Bud Sullivan jumping into nine and playing eyes up footy. I would go with Bud Sullivan in Jersey 14, but I can understand if they go and buy, but you've got to get Sullivan into this team somehow and I don't really see any other way and I'm not sure if they've got the pack to run with a Mozambi and a Bud Sullivan on their bench realistically. Jersey 15, I've got Blake Laurie. I think he's been coming on really nicely over the last few years. Been very impressed with him. He'd be sort of my impact guy off the bench. Bing's great punch. Reliable. Hasn't offloaded him. Has a bit of subtle ball playing. He's not on the level of like a JDB or one of these guys but a very handy footballer. He'd be my Jersey 15. Jersey 16 and 17. Um, this could be a combination of about six different guys. Some of the names I'd be considering here would be Francis Molo, the new recruit. I'd probably find a spot for him. I love his energy off the bench. Another guy with a good solid offload, good leg speed, hard to handle. You've also got Josh Kerr, Jack Goz, Alvaro, Cade Ellis, Jackson Ford. Uh, you've still got Josh McGuire, Billy Burns, Fuimayano, uh, Farmer Silly. There's a heap of guys to pick from in these last two spots. Personally, I would probably go for Molo and maybe Josh Kerr. I like the body shape of Josh Kerr and what he brings. Leaving Josh McGuire out of any footy side is going to be very tough though. As much as he didn't play his best football last year, I'd be happy to give Josh McGuire another shot to own that jersey. Very hard to leave an experienced hardhead like him out of this side and with a team that they've got with no out-and-out superstars, I think you have to be as tough as you possibly can. I love that they've got the second rows of Sims and Sewer. Bringing Josh McGuire on as well, that could be unreal. But young guys there, Farmer Silly, Burns, Ellis, these sort of guys, a lot of ability. Alvaro, a lot of experience. Jack Goz is more of your sort of, he can play in the middle or out on the edge, but Josh Kerr is sort of my guy there. I would go Francis Molo, Jersey 16, Josh Kerr. Jersey 17 or maybe Josh Maguire, depending on how the preseason plays out. But if I go with Molo and Kerr, listen to some of the names that miss out on this football team and tell me that they're not going to have one of the best cup sides next year. Goz, Max guy. Alvaro, Tautau Moga, Cody Ramsey, Kate Ellis, Jackson Ford, Burns, Josh Maguire, Fui Mayano, Farmer Silly, Viliami and Beal. I mean... This Cutters side or Dragons, whatever the hell they are, their reserve grade side, they're going to be one hell of a little footy team. I mean, you're probably going to get one of Mozambi and Bud Sutherland as well, so you're going to get a genuine half or a genuine hooker. Out in the backs, you've got to fit Fiego, Ramsey, 
Um, you know, Viliami and Beal and Moga in there. You obviously, you, you almost don't have enough positions for all these guys. The forward pack, Alvaro, Ellis, Ford, Burns, Moose, uh, Fui Mayano, Farmacilli. I mean, you you also don't have enough spots in a reserve grade forward pack for all those guys who, they might not be first grade superstars, but they're definitely first grade standard. Josh McGuire's played for the Kangaroos and played a heap of Origins. I mean... There's so much attacking upside in these Reggies, guys, and that's going to be the beauty of the Dragons next year. They are going to have a lot of depth. They might not be a team of superstars, but if Hook can get the very best out of all these guys, they can have three or four injuries to guys not named Ben Hunt, and they will probably be okay, realistically. I think they've got enough guys to cover fullback. They've got, they've got Bud Sullivan and Umbai that can come into the halves. They've got centers falling out of their ass. They've got middle forwards and back rowers falling out of their ass. Jack DeBellin and Ben Hunt, they're probably the two keys to this side that if they stay injury-free for 18-plus games, I think the Dragons can give it a real shake-up based on what they did last year and how it all went to shit off the back of the barbecue fiasco, barbecue gate as I call it. I, I tell you what, I look at this team on paper and I'm like, it doesn't really excite me. But then I look a little bit deeper and I'm like, you know what? If they've just got a hard edge to them and they defend like they did for the vast majority of last year and these young kids come on and just find 70% of where they should be at, I mean, they've got points in them as well. As I said, Ben Hunt, Jack DeBellin, they're going to be the keys to it. I think you have to get Bud Sullivan into this team somewhere. The beauty of this as well is that these reserve grade guys, they're going to come from playing at a really high standard of reserve grade football with each other. They're going to sink straight into this team. The jump, it's still going to be big. Don't get me wrong, but it won't be as big as what it normally is because this Reggie's team, they're going to be at a seriously high standard. As I said, I look at this team, I look at the signings, and I think, where are they going to win football games? Who's their standout guy? But I also don't really see too many weaknesses in this side. And I look at them, and I, as I said, you take out Ben Hunt, Jack DeBellin, then they're in a better trouble. But outside of that, anyone else can get injured. And they've got serious depth guys that can fill these spots. If I was a Dragons fan, I've got to tell you, I'd be a little bit low-key excited. I'd be happy to let everyone write us off for the entire off-season, but I don't think it's as doom and gloom as what probably the eye test says straight away. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 